Hey, all you nature nerds. This is You're Gonna Die Out There. Hello and uh, welcome back, nature nerds and friends and any new listeners. We're happy you're here. I'm Jen. I am sitting across from my co-host Megan and Hello. she's going to tell an amazing story today. But first, let's mention that it's almost Valentine's Day. V-Day. That time of year where just another excuse to create a lot of plastic. Just hug those people that you love. Hugs create no waste. True that. Hug your dog, hug your cat, hug people. Hug a tree. Happy Valentine's Day, tree. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. One way you could uh, show the earth some love in a goodly way is a subscription box. I know that we don't talk about our sponsor so much but we just after like a year i guess of waiting to hear back from them love goodly was like hey we would love to partner with you and so we're going to be adding them to our our website yeah it did take about a year yeah i guess we weren't cool enough a year ago maybe we're cool now it is a subscription box face care products skincare products yeah. but it's non-toxic cruelty-free vegan and they do have eco-friendly packaging and they try to find eco-friendly packaging in the products as well not always i did do a subscription myself which is how we talk talked about it originally. Mm -hmm. They are really good products. Check it out on our website. But anyway, Megan, is there any other news we have to share? I did want to mention because we do talk about ghosts sometimes Mm -hmm. on the show and my disbelief in them uh, that I recently for uh, whatever reason I don't know why maybe I'm trying to like relive early 2000s why wouldn't you I decided to watch the show Ghost Whisperer oh my god with Jennifer Love Hewitt and let me just say that it's a fun show it's no lie kind of scary at times the way that they <laughs> film it I'm like all right uh, it's super cheesy my son was like mom that's so cringe but last night I was watching an episode and he was eating and he was and I was gonna turn it to Bob's Burgers because it's usually what we watch together uh-huh and he was like no mom i want to finish watching this episode and now he's hooked he's hooked it's very like hallmark channel meets supernatural right yeah i don't think i'll be uh watching that show with you Mm -hmm. but let me know how it goes so far so good because when you first told me about it when i got here i was like isn't that Alyssa milano and you're like (laughs) basically interchangeable (laughs) is that the same person just kidding for all those fans out there (laughs) oh man we're getting hate mail now Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, man. they're both She's... equally great. They are. There you go. I mean, they're both really good at that kind of like... That thing. Cheese. And I'm totally fine with it. Well, I do have some science news. Let's hear your science news. Uh, this is from February 9th, so very recent, that there was a record-breaking giant squid caught in Hawaii. Oh. The, and this is from the Science Times, and it says, Fisherman says it can make about 100 plates of calamari. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, That's depressing. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> the squid is like, F you guys. It says a commercial fisherman was based in Hilo Harbor. Mm-hmm. In Hawaii, and he caught a giant squid that he dubbed one of the monsters of the deep. It's a diamondback squid, and it's the biggest squid that he had ever caught. Weighed around 33.5 pounds and was 4.8 feet long and mm. two feet across. So the largest one prior to that was 28 and a half pounds, um, and that was caught in Kona. Just real quick on the giant squid. So these guys can get up to 33 feet long and 440 pounds. That's significantly larger than the red flying squid. Imagine if they flew. Frightening. It would be insanely frightening. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it just lands on you. You're just dead. That's it. I mean, they don't really know too much about them because they're in the deep waters, but I, apparently they're everywhere. The biggest one that was ever found was 59 feet in length and weighed nearly a ton. Whoa. Is that like the Kraken size? I feel like. Um, They only live to be about five years. So sad. They live long enough to go lay their eggs and, right? Continue with their domination of the world plan from the alien mothership. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) But one thing that I didn't know, and this is something I didn't even talk about in the last episode because I didn't really see it, but it came up here is that they have gigantic eyes. So it says along with their cousin, the colossal squid, um, they have the largest eyes in the animal kingdom. They're measuring up to 10 inches. It's almost a foot in diameter. It allows them to detect objects in the deep waters, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's not a lot of light where other animals wouldn't be able to see anything. 
Isn't that nuts? That's nuts. It makes me think of now how a lot of squid get drawn in cartoons as like these like bulging eyes. Yes. Side. Yeah. If you look now. at the photos, I so then I was like, oh my God, I got to Google like squid eyes. And there's people <laughs> holding eyes like. Holding eyes? Like a, it's like ah! twice the size of somebody's hand. That just makes me not want to. Get in the ocean ever? Maybe. Maybe they have x-ray eyes. But I guess they're everywhere too in all just the oceans. swimming around waiting to grab a boat. Oh, God. This is going to bring back your fear of like that they're going to be in a swimming pool. I'm never going to. I mean, honestly. <laughs> we all remember that that's Megan's fear. Yeah. As a child. Sharks. I'm pretty sure we mentioned on a very early episode that my grandfather had told me that Jaws comes up through the grate in the pool. And now. Why would he do that? Convinced. People like adults think they're being so funny. funny? And yeah. it just like traumatizes children forever. They don't even realize it. They're like, ha, 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 ha. And it's just like <laughs> your mind. You're just laying awake at night just like sweating <laughs> so scared so scared about ever going in a pool again well thank you so much jen for that wonderful science news uh, no problem we're still you know still in the cephalopod family i don't know what you're talking about today so i'm excited to hear your story not cephalopods okay but cephalopod adjacent what or at least they're like in the same food chain okay you know i re-listened to our episode after it's edited and out just to double check that something didn't randomly get yes. uploaded <laughs> Thank God. I said it again this past episode, just how I feel about dolphins. Here we go. Today's episode will be on those maniacal creatures that everyone loves to love, but I love to hate, the dolphin. Let's do this. I originally read this article. It was in Slate.com, and it's written by this woman, Miriam Goldstein, who is a marine biologist, and it's entitled The Dark Secrets That Dolphins Don't Want You to Know. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And I was like, this is hilarious. There's some smatterings of that article throughout the information I'm going to talk about. This whole episode is just straight up dolphin shaming. So much hate. Not really. Are we going to have, we're going to talk about good stuff about dolphins. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just as God made them. That's a Spinal Tap reference. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start with basic facts. And of course, I pulled a lot of these from our favorite provider of facts, Nat Geo. For kids. Anyway, cetaceans, which you talked about with orcas. Yes. They are aquatic or marine mammals. They include whales, dolphins, and porpoises. The ancient Greeks recognized that cetaceans breathe air, give birth to live young, produce milk, and have hair, all features of mammals. So I guess the Greeks were the first ones. Dolphins are described as small-toothed cetaceans, easily recognizable by their curved mouths, which give them a permanent smile, (laughs) which is the first creepy thing about them. Very clowny. Or like the Joker. Again, just evil. Moving on. I disagree. There are 36 dolphin species found in every ocean. And you covered some of this, I think, in the orca episode. Mostly dolphins are marine and live in the ocean or brackish waters along coastlines. There are a few species of river dolphins living in freshwater streams and rivers. The largest dolphin, the orca, can grow to be over 30 feet long. The smallest is the Maui dolphin. It is just five feet long. And for today's porpoises, that's my pun. That's amazing. We're going to talk about the bottlenose dolphin. You know, we did talk about porpoises briefly in the episode with Tara Fassbender. So the common name is bottlenose dolphin. The scientific name is Terceops truncatus. Uh, the group name is a pod, just like orcas. Oh, hold up, Megan. I forgot to say what a group of octopus were called. Yeah. In the last episode. Get it together. And I'm sorry, I'm jumping with my octopus all over your story. <laughs> like tentacles. I'm just grabbing onto the oct- to the dolphin's face. It's called a consortium. You know what? That's more proof that they are aliens. That just sounds like so corporate. <laughs> so corporate America. That was great. Thank you. Uh huh. The average lifespan in the wild is 45 to 50 years. The general size of an adult, 10 to 14 feet long, and they can weigh up to 1,100 pounds. Some of these fun facts that I'm going to talk about are like general for dolphins. Some of them I'll just say are for bottlenose dolphins. Uh, they can leap as high as 20 feet in the air. They squeak and squawk, snap their jaws, slap their tails on the surface of the water, blow bubbles, and even butt heads to communicate, which the butthead part will come back to you. And also the slapping their tails and stuff. Each dolphin has a special whistle that it creates soon after it's born. And this whistle is used for identification, just like a human's name. Scientists have debated whether or not dolphins have a language like humans for decades. Bottlenose dolphins have a sharp sense of hearing. Scientists believe that the sounds travel through the dolphin's lower jaw to its inner ear and then are transmitted to the brain for analysis, which is basically the same way our ears work. Fun fact, they shed their outermost layer of skin 
in every two hours. What? Doesn't that creep you out? Doesn't that make you think about them being in tanks in places now even more disgusting? You know, thinking about them being in a tank, like you're saying, mm-hmm. when they can't like dive and swim distances and do all the things. Do all the things. Uh, they are very social and playful animals. I think everyone kind of sees them like that. Oh, they're so, they talk to each other and they play in the waves and they're so fun and cute. Anyway, uh, bottlenose dolphins. <laughs> they do. <laughs> bottlenose dolphins do form friendships that last decades. They um, hunt together, mate and protect each other. Uh-huh. They can swim up to 22 miles an hour. Uh, they echolocate to navigate their environment. Did you know, Jen, that an echolocating bottlenose dolphin can make up to a thousand clicking noises per second? Can mm. you wrap your brain around that? No. So more aliens. Yes, more aliens like in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when they leave the planet before it's destroyed because they're actually aliens. Makes sense. Thanks thanks for the fish. (laughs) We're leaving. (laughs) I forget the song. Anyway, they also echolocate to find food and there's no such classification as a mega predator, but they do feed on large amounts of fish, shrimps and squids. For instance, a dolphin weighing 260 pounds can eat over 33 pounds a day. Or octopus. We all remember the story about Gilligan. Poor Gilligan. They do also just kill things and don't eat them. So maybe that's part of the like mega predator Mm -hmm. side because they are a top predator. There aren't that many things that eat them other than orcas. So they organize their hunts and attack prey in groups. A group of dolphins will cooperate to make a mud ring, which I'm not entirely sure what that is. And they will trap fish. I'm thinking that they're like poofing up like sand from the bottom. Mm -hmm. And the fish will be in this kind of ring. And then as fish leave or try to escape, there'll be other dolphins outside the ring who will eat them up. Smart. They have warm blood and nurse their young. Uh, They will have more than one mate and generally generally produce a single offspring that will stay with the mother for up to six years. Um, And that kind of depends on the species. I did not know that. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, Dolphin sex can be violent and coercive. There it is. Gangs of two or three male bottlenose dolphins isolate a single female from the pod and forcibly mate with her, sometimes for weeks at a time. To keep her in line, they make aggressive noises, threatening movements, and even smack her around with their tails. If she tries to swim away, they will chase her down and bring her back. It's like that show, Obsession, Dark Desires. I can't really fault them for this next fact. Uh, Dolphins do kill their own babies, but that's very similar to other mammals like lions killing babies to make the females uh, Mm -hmm. ready to mate again. But dolphins do kill porpoise babies, and those are not their babies. What? That's rude. Yes. In Scotland, scientists found baby harbor porpoises washed up with horrific internal injuries. They thought the porpoises might have been killed by weapons tests from like the military, Mm -hmm. uh, but they found tooth marks. And then later, they actually caught dolphins on film pulping the baby porpoises. The dolphins even used echolocation to aim their blow at porpoises' vital organs. Baby porpoises, Jen. They're all going after the same food source. This story about the one in Scotland, it was like these two scientists saw the dolphins playing with something that they thought was a salmon. Mm-hmm. And they were like, got closer and they're like, oh my God. It's like a rival gang. I mean, I can't say that humans have done much better. You know, people don't think that humans are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, the scariest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some people are adorable. Betty White. Oh, yeah. Okay, Betty White. I bet she liked dolphins. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She did because she had a beautiful heart. (laughs) Actually, this next fact is the thing that I think creeps me out the most about them. Mm -hmm. They can wreak havoc day and night without sleeping. A recent study found that dolphins could stay awake for five days straight with no loss of mental acuity. The dolphins didn't even need to make up sleep at the end of the study. That might be part of their psychoticness. I'm just going to put it out there that actually dolphins, pods of dolphins are meth dealers. (laughs) All right. All right. So when they do sleep, is it like the orcas that they sleep with like one eye and they they switch off like one side of their brain? I think it's the same, same. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like orcas are like mafia level. Dolphins are like Florida cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Staying up for days. And the orcas are like, look, they're like too classy for that business. Yeah. I mean, they're wearing a tux. They're good to go. Dolphins are just down there. Jeans, no shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Cut off. (laughs) Cut off. 
They're never nudes. <laughs> now you're starting to appreciate them. <laughs> you know what? Actually, doing this did help me appreciate dolphins a little bit more. Because it's not really their fault that they're so villainized in my mind, I think. I mean, it's totally their nature. So right. dolphins do have their own territory and a hierarchy within their groups, um, similar to lots of mammals. Uh, they're divided into several groups for different missions, like raiding other dolphins in order to steal their females. So that's one mission that they like to do. I think this is from the article in Slate. She wrote, just like a political party, dolphins are so thoughtful and organized. Wow. Were there, were there cutoffs stonewashed? 100%. They're like passed down from generation <laughs> to generation. You know what I mean? Like they didn't go buy them. And some, some have sort. the matching jean jacket. Matching. Okay. And that's how you know the hierarchy is because the leader has a matching jean jacket. Yeah. And, and maybe the like the highest leader has like one of those hats, like a motorcycle hat <laughs> and some gloves. Uh, dolphins have a very high libido to the point that they also pleasure themselves just like humans, particularly bottlenose dolphins like to wrap eels around their organs to derive pleasure. Wait, I need a minute. Moment of silence. Because dolphins will to dominate either sex will uh-huh. kind of like how dogs are like dogs will do like the humpy business yeah on other dogs yep. to dominate to show like dominance and i've seen my cats do it sometimes when they're like angry at each other yeah and female dogs will do it to other female dogs yeah. like it's, it's a, just a, it's, it's a, a dominance, dominance thing yeah yeah but those poor, poor eels, bro. That's why eels hide out in caves. Dolphins. It's just dolphins. That's the whole reason that evolved. Parents and grandparents, they're like, sit down, son. We need to talk. <laughs> All right. So there are some threats to dolphins. For centuries, number one threat to dolphins are people. People have hunted dolphins for their meat and blubber. Bycatch is a big issue. We talked about that. Yeah. With octopuses. They get entangled in nets. Typically leads to them drowning. Also, there are marine heat waves caused by climate change that appear to have a negative effect on the dolphin's ability to reproduce and their ability to survive in the water. It also uh, ends up having them move areas for like a primary food source because of warming waters or whatever. Right. And I know that there's some places in the world where they're still rounding up dolphins. I know we might have talked about it in a previous episode that there, yeah, there were just horrific roundups of dolphins and just and, murder. And critically endangered yeah. species yes. that are still being hunted. It blows my mind. You know, I'll see posts about it and it's mm-hmm. like, everybody's like, is nobody going to do anything? Like, I mean, these are leaders leaders of these countries need to get together and just like do something you know because we can get mad and say all we want to say but it's not going to change until there's some kind of legislation or international type protection could get all uh, emotional about it. All right, let's talk a little bit about river dolphins just real quick. So for river dolphins, another issue for them is a fragmentation caused by dams in mm. rivers. Uh, it can degrade their habitat and threaten their populations there as well. And also pollution, river pollution is a big issue. And also it cuts off yeah. their food supply. Exactly. There are only five extant if we remember that word from all of our episodes, species of river dolphins left in the world today, and they are all endangered or critically endangered. Uh, The World Wildlife Foundation does have a river dolphin initiative. They say by 2030, we will have stopped the decline of river dolphin populations in Asia and South America, and we'll have restored and doubled some populations. We will achieve this by tackling the three major systemic threats to river dolphins, unsustainable fisheries, hydropower, and infrastructure, and pollution. They also have some fact sheets and videos about species of river dolphins if you're interested in learning some more. So do river dolphins have different characteristics as far as like behavioral characteristics than the open water ocean dolphins? I think they're the same in the same like same kind of behaviors. I didn't read too much. They seem like they would just be more chill like Midwest than Florida. Sure. Like they're just going tubing. River tubing? Yeah. Yeah. I almost think that marine dolphins, they're not like Miami. Like that's too classy for them. I feel like they're more like central Florida, you know? I mean... We're just offending people left and right. Listen, I was born in Florida. The type of people that we're referring to would not be listening to our podcast. Listen, dude, the type of people that we're referring to wrote Trump on the back of a manatee. So I'm just saying probably they're not. I forgot about that. Thanks for re- making me relive that memory. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about when dolphins attack. All right. I knew I was going to talk about it today. I Well, we have to. November 2019, 10-year-old Lexi Yeo was savaged by a pair of captive bottlenose dolphins while on a swim experience in Cancun, Mexico. Lexi's mom is named Laura. She was forced to watch as the dolphins rammed, bit, and gnawed (gasps) at Lexi before they tried dragging the screaming girl who was in a floating closed sea pen underwater. So they were, I guess, they're in Mexico. They have like one of those kind of net pens around, Uh but they're like in the ocean. It was terrifying, she said. 
I thought she was going to die. Oh my God, poor girl. Lexi ends up getting uh, bite marks and cuts. Luckily, she was saved by clinging to the top of her bodyboard. And then a dolphin trainer came out and towed her to safety. I think it's safe to say that she hates dolphins more than you. Yes. In the article that I read about this, I think it was the Sun UK article. The way they wrote it, they're like, the Yale family cut short their 7,000 pound Mexican trip with Holiday Company, TUI. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to blame anybody. Yeah. But they chose to do an activity with a wild animal. And that wild animal is in captivity. And we have learned on this show Mm -hmm. that wild animals in captivity are very unpredictable and typically not happy in their life. And we'll take it out on whoever's around. Eh. I mean, I'm sorry they had to cut their Mexico vacation short, but also perspective. So the mom, Laura, she's a nursery nurse. I guess she works in like children's nurseries. The English way of saying that. In Barkingside, East London. She said, I've not even had a card, flowers, or teddy bear for Lexi from TUI. They have washed their hands of us more concerning the dolphins are still swimming with tourists and tui are continuing to work with the company her concern is that others will be hurt too how long before this happens again with even worse consequences so she's trying to say like hey we did do this but we realize this is not a good thing yeah people should be held responsible and i guess the company tui i didn't get the full name of this company but they have like a dolphin discovery experience and that's what they had signed up to go do. All right. So another incident in 2012, a dolphin at SeaWorld Orlando attacked another young girl, eight-year-old Jillian Thomas, biting into her arm. I actually watched the video of this and there's a line of people. The pool is at like a higher height. You, know, you could see there's like kind of glass. You can kind of like see under the water a little bit. Uh-huh. But you're like standing and there's all these people standing in a line with like a little bit of a barrier. And then the dolphins are all kind of lined up and everybody gets one of those white paper fry containers. You know what I'm talking about? It's like like a a tray, like a fry tray. Uh Um, But they get a couple fish in each one. And they're kind of throwing them out and interacting with the dolphins. Uh Jillian reaches across in front of another child. So her arm is like out where she was just feeding them. And she's telling her mom like, hey, I'm out of fish. And she's showing her mom this empty thing. So she's reaching out across. And again, not trying to blame this little girl. Definitely the way they set up this animal experience is not safe. Uh And I'm sure they went over these precautions, but she's an eight-year-old girl. I mean... My 13, almost 13 year old son doesn't remember what I tell him from like minute to minute. So she's like having this and it was the second time I guess that she did this. So she felt comfortable enough Uh to reach her arm. Anyway, the dolphin jumps up, bites her arm. It does kind of look like it's about to drag her. uh, But you know, let's go and goes back into the water. In one of the articles that talked about this, they point out that she had been told not to do that. She ended up with puncture wounds from the dolphin's teeth in her arm. Her parents were really upset with SeaWorld uh-huh. and were like, they just said it was no big deal. Like they didn't really care about it afterwards. Like all of this. And I'm kind of like, I mean, there's a lot of issues with this. Number oh. one is that there shouldn't be captive dolphins Number in one. a show in yeah. SeaWorld. Yeah. Lucky the dolphins still had teeth. A lot of them grind their teeth down. True that. Yeah. So it probably was like fish. I'm getting another fish. Oh, shoot. That's your arm. Right. Likely the dolphin was like, wow, that's a much bigger fish. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for that one. Right. Yeah. Because there was like fish flying around. Mm -hmm. It sounds like. I mean, the Mm -hmm. way the scenario sounds like. But SeaWorld should have been very um, apologetic. They should have done. Emergency care. What we've learned about SeaWorld is they're not so much on the up and up. Uh, David Paul Fisher's son was also attacked by a dolphin while they were on a summer holiday in Miami. It says his son, but this is a full grown adult man. He was in the water with his mom. It looked like an outdoor kind of like in the ocean or kind of brackish area. One of those net things set up again. And they're standing there and they, I I mean, I'm not trying to say that it's not scary because I'm sure it is scary to be bitten by a large animal just like has so much power and Mm -hmm. ability in the water next to you. But I watched it and it's like, yeah, the dolphin comes straight at him and kind of bites his arm, but they turn the camera and then you see the dolphin kind of swim around and then smack him with the tail. Oh, yeah. Just like you can hear this. It's like smack. And I'm sure that dolphin was communicating like, I don't want you to be here anymore. Yeah. Can you leave? So David posted it on YouTube as a warning to other people. Quote, so you can see the ugly side of swimming with dolphins. Don't think it's all fun. Lucy Babby is the head of science and conservation for ORCA, an organization which protects whales and dolphins, which I think is what you had for your organization to support on our ORCA episode, wasn't it? I think I talked about it. We had a couple of different ones, like the International Marine Mammal Protection people. So Lucy 
Lucy says that putting dolphins in stressful situations where they are forced to perform and interact with humans lead to their aggressive behavior. Quote, more people are now able to travel and participate in these swim activities with captive dolphins, so it is more likely that these attacks will occur, she says. And because of social social media, they are also reported more. Dolphins are highly sociable, intelligent creatures that are meant to be in the wild and travel long distances, so if you keep them captive, they will get more stressed and this will lead to more aggressive behaviors. Again, yep. captive animals, man. Dr. Chiara Guglia Bertulli, she's a sightings officer at the Sea Watch Foundation, has been watching and studying dolphin behavior for the last 10 years and believes there is a misconception about the mammals being friendly and placid. Mm. People forget that dolphins are wild animals and like any land or aquatic mammal, they live in a complex society where there are all kinds of behaviors and personalities, she says. Some can show tranquil behavior, traveling, searching for food and socializing, but others can show much more aggressive behavior even within their own species. Many dolphins have tooth rakes on their skin from bouts of fighting. Yep. So not every dolphin is the same and also they are very complex. Like you had mentioned in last week's article, they're like number two on the top on like top ten smartest animals. They have the ability to have these like social structures and their own language. Orcas have different cultures. Orcas from different areas speak different languages and have different ways that they do things slightly. We cannot generalize them. Bertulli also explains that older dolphins often attack younger dolphins in order to discipline them and mothers can be particularly aggressive when protecting their children if they feel under threat always pretty much all species except for octopus because their moms aren't there oh that's so sad i'm sorry that was kind of <laughs> depressed i didn't mean it to be so depressing i thought it was gonna be funny for a second but it wasn't their moms are dead <laughs> Their moms are dead. they're just born orphans <laughs> which i guess makes that finding nemo like not accurate because Pearl's dad is there. Pearl's dad would have been long dead. Long <laughs> That guy dead. was missing his sex arm. And just X's over the eyes, like floating. floating. <laughs> There's a lot of species that, you know, like reptiles, most of them don't stick around. Like sea turtles just dump their eggs and take off. Alligators and crocodiles, though, they, they're good moms. Marking out territory and asserting sexual dominance are also key factors in dolphin behavior. They don't mate at a specific time of year, but they appear to have frequent recreational sex with both males and females. So, I mean, just going back to the sex thing. <laughs> Jen's just, just shaking her head at just me. Have, they're just like chimpanzees. Yeah. They just like sex. Which, I mean, if you think about the higher or like the more brain power animals have, yeah. it seems like that is a thing. That's yeah. like a common thread. Because it feels good. I don't have to wait until March to get this. Let's just go get some eels and have a party. <laughs> Who's bringing the eels, Mike? <laughs> You got the eels this time? That's just like a five-day orgy. They don't sleep. Eels everywhere. <laughs> this is a dirty episode. <laughs> this is going places. That's the next thing to start creating profit, maybe. Like have a business of dolphin sex toys <laughs> to save the eels. The eels should think of this, but too bad they're not as smart. Male dolphins in particular can show violence when fighting over new territories or dominance over the females, which we kind of talked about earlier. The whole territorial action of dolphins, there's this lady, Valerie Ryan, who found that out in 2013. She is from County Clare, Ireland, and she went for a swim off of the Doolin Pier, which is like a common place for people to swim in County Clare. And there was this dolphin there, Dusty, who Mm -hmm. had been there for a while, and everybody in the town knew this dolphin. But Valerie swam towards Dusty, and there was another woman in the water with Dusty. They're like playing around, and Dusty turned around and went straight towards Valerie. She was going crazy, flipping her tail all over the place. Valerie says, I knew I had to get out of the water, so I swam towards the pier, but within microseconds, Dusty had plowed into me with her snout. It was very powerful and painful. The speed was amazing. I went hurtling forwards. So she ends up getting to the railing where she can climb up the ladder, and someone has to pull her out, like physically pull her out. And she said that there was like a moment where Dusty swam over and looked up at her like kind of popped her head up out of the water and was looking at her and Valerie says like she felt like Dusty felt remorse but also Dusty's a wild animal so probably Dusty was like are you out of the water like come back in here yeah like (laughs) let me finish you off let's finish this now so but she was still okay with the other swimmer she was still okay with the other swimmer. She was like protecting the other swimmer. Oh, she yeah. liked her better. For whatever reason, felt like Valerie was encroaching upon the territory. Oh my. But yeah, so she gets taken out of the water. They send her to the hospital. She had six spinal fractures, <gasps> three broken ribs, and a damaged lung. Oh my God. From one head bang. One headbutt, yeah. She was out of work for five months. She had limited mobility, stiffness, and pain. 
Um, And she was also diagnosed with PTSD. I read a much longer article about this incident. Valerie said that she didn't blame Dusty at all because Dusty is a wild animal. Yeah. And she should have been more careful. So I think that, you know, she knew and and it wasn't in a captive situation, but it did have its own territory. You know, I can see where she may not have known better. Right. Because nobody had had that happen before. Before. And Mm -hmm. she was swimming with another person and she probably just felt like it was safe. Yeah, it's good that she didn't hold it against the dolphin. Yeah, there was no like retaliation or anything like that, thank God. But um, yeah, I think that dolphin, Dusty, it might have been in the other article. It was like that dolphin had been there for like 10 years, had come in and like would hang out with everybody. So Uh everybody knew this dolphin. But Uh yeah, this was just a day that Dusty was like, no, I want to hang out with this one person by myself. So dolphins also display sexual behavior towards other species. I mean, we learned about the eel. We have some conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That can happen to humans as well. Yeah. Last year, a seaside village in Brittany banned swimming on its beach beach because a dolphin in heat had been scarring tourists and locals by approaching them and trying to rub up against them. It's like a sexual predator. (laughs) If it were a human doing it, it's not funny. No. But just... It's like a dog coming up and jump, humping your leg. Yeah. A little bit. Like, kind a little of, bit but funny. N- but also creepy. Way scarier because it's a it's giant. Giant. So the three meter long dolphin, nicknamed Zafar, um, had even tried to prevent several swimmers from getting back to the beach at this place I'm not going to attempt to pronounce, using its nose to push one woman out of the water and up into the air. I mean, Whoa. that's frightening. That is very frightening. He also tried to rub up against kayaks and other small boats, which... I mean, at least Wally the walrus was just like, I want to ride on your boat. Like, not I want to ride your boat. He just needs some release. Somebody throw that guy some eels. (laughs) Stat. I feel sorry for those people, though. I would not want to have that kind of encounter with a dolphin. And imagine that there were enough encounters with this one super... Horny. Horny dolphin. (laughs) It is what it is. And that they had to close the beach. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not like just like one incident because they're like, oh, this dolphin, this lady, she probably wasn't doing, you know, but it was like many people. Oh, so it reminds me of the SNL skit because you can tell this is how long it's been since I've watched SNL, but the Christopher Walken, the Continental, (laughs) where he's like that, like has the smoking jacket and he's like trying to like seduce a lady. And it's, if you haven't watched it, just go watch it. It's classic. Classic Christopher Walken. Anyway, that's that dolphin. He's the Continental. He's in Britain. He's not in um, Florida. Instead of having a jean jacket, he's got his, his smoking uh, jacket. Yeah, his burgundy. He's more sophisticated. Jacket. Yeah, he's more European. He has he's a the little... European version. <laughs> They need to figure out what's going on around there that he's by himself trying to love up the humans. Yeah. Dolphins are thought to kill for fun, not food. I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Basically, Uh um, after reading about a lot of the things that they do, I'm like, I think they're the marine cats of the world. Some experts have suggested that they do it for fun with one research team describing injuries on a dolphin ravaged porpoise as, quote, perhaps the worst example of interspecific aggression any of us has ever seen. This young female had literally had the life beaten out of her. Yeah, again, baby porpoises. Uh, Bertulli says that it could be food competition or high sex drive as well. The changing testosterone levels in male dolphins could also influence the extent and seasonality of these attacks, said Bertulli. Whatever the reasons behind their behavior, experts point out that dolphins are very large, wild animals and could cause serious injury, even inadvertently with a flipper if they feel threatened. So I think about that guy who's in the water and the flipper just smacked him. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's a major bitch slap right there. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like my cat with geckos or any cat with geckos. Yeah. It's just... Playing around. Playing with them until they just give up on life and Mm -hmm. they're just so beaten. Bertulli goes on to say it's essential when interacting with dolphins that humans stay at a distance, observe and not take anything for granted. They're strong where they are in the water and you never know what can trigger them. I wouldn't advise touching or playing with them under any circumstances as these are wild, dangerous mammals. I was like, yes, yes ma'am. Concur. Absolutely. Now I have some information from NOAA Fisheries, which I think this is only for the U.S., but it is illegal to feed or harass wild dolphins. NOAA encourages you to observe them from a distance of at least 50 yards, 150 feet, for the following reasons. Dolphins have a reputation for being friendly, but they are actually wild animals. That is the theme of our episode today. <laughs> Uh, They should be treated with caution and respect. Interactions with people change dolphin behavior for the worse. They lose their natural wariness, which makes them easy targets for vandalism and shark attack. Oh. Yeah. Wow. 
Dolphins are hunters, not beggars, but when people offer them food, dolphins, like most animals, take the easy way out. They learn to beg for a living, lose their fear of humans, and do dangerous things. For example, they may swim too close to churning boat propellers and suffer severe injuries, associate people with food and die after becoming entangled with fishing hooks and and lines, get sick from eating bait and human food such as beer, pretzels, candy, and hot dogs. Except for except for the Florida dolphins, that's all they have. That's all that's they all eat. They. That's, all, that's what they live on. There we go. <laughs> okay. Beer, pretzels, and hot dogs. So American. Good job, Americans. Have a butt on me, man. <laughs> it's Florida, so it's like just natty light all out over. the boat. Something that I hadn't thought about but totally makes sense is that uh, dolphin scientists have said that there's proof of these injuries that the societal groups have after people interact with with wild dolphins research shows that feeding wild dolphins disrupts their social groups which threat which threatens their ability to survive in the wild young dolphins do not survive if their mothers compete with them for handouts and don't teach them to forage oh my gosh yeah Yeah. this is like the ultimate don't feed the wildlife yeah they're like oh we got food here they compete with their kid to get that food and then also just dozens of bites have been reported and people have been pulled underwater for example a woman who fed a pair of dolphins and then jumped in the water to swim with them was bitten i literally ripped my leg out of its mouth she said during her week-long stay in the hospital Dolphins are not water toys or pets. The quote flipper myth of a friendly wild dolphin has given us the wrong idea. And let me just say that I grew up watching Flipper. I loved that show. It was like Nick at Night was like a thing for me. Uh I did at one point love dolphins. It was only till later that I learned about them that I was like, well, Flipper kind of reminds me of your story of Dusty, a dolphin hanging out, just hanging out. Uh, Flipper was actually a trained captive dolphin who did not bite the hand that fed him. True wild dolphins will bite when they are angry, frustrated or afraid. They are disturbed when people try to swim with them. Dolphins who have become become career beggars can be pushy, aggressive and threatening when they don't get the handout they expect. I'm just gonna like the moose, right? Exactly. Never feed a moose. Never feed a moose. (laughs) So I'm just going to say that there's like a line in here where they're like, oh, Flipper was trained captive dolphin who did not bite the hand that fed him. Let me just say that even if Flipper was a trained captive dolphin, that does not mean that he's not going to, you know what I mean? He wouldn't bite the hand that fed him. I'm just saying he... I don't Are imagine. Are you trying to shame Noah Fisheries? Writers? <laughs> I want to be like, listen, you guys. I know that they're focusing on wild dolphins here. Yes. But also captive dolphins have such a like horrible plight. Yes. And I can't imagine that Flipper was like a super happy trained dolphin. Yeah. Living his merry life. So I'm just going to yeah call out Noah Fisheries for just a second and be like, y'all need to rewrite that business. Do it. That's messed up. Yeah. The last thing that they have on here is a let the wild ones stay wild. Feeding or attempting to feed wild dolphins is prohibited under the Marine Mon- Marine Mammal Protection Act and implementing regulations. Violations can be prosecuted either civilly or criminally and are punishable by fines up to $100,000 and or up to one year in jail. No one wants that. So I'm going to talk a little bit now about our organization to support. Excellent. Yes. Uh, this Not comes, Noah Fisheries? Not Noah Fisheries. <laughs> you know, you know Noah Fisheries. Uh, no, so, they do a lot of great work. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, they do. They do a lot of really great work. Yes. Um, no, I, today I'm going to say that we should support the wild, I'm sorry, World Animal Protection Group. They're at www.worldanimalprotection.org. And they have this like seven stages of captive dolphin, just something to think about. Okay. Uh, number one, most dolphins in the tourism industry are bred in captivity, instantly born into a life long life of constant misery, just so the travel industry and individuals can make a profit. Number two, dolphin calves are separated from their mothers at a very young age, which is distressing and traumatizing for both mother and baby. Number three, captive dolphins are kept in permanent tanks 200,000 times smaller than their home range in the wild. Number four, the smooth, featureless tanks dolphins are confined in give them no mental stimulation, no way to act out their natural behaviors, and no place to retreat from staring tourists. Number five, dolphins are deprived of food as a training method, meaning they're left with little choice but to perform for frozen dead fish. Number six, many captive dolphins grind their teeth down, bob their heads, and swim in circles due to the unnatural, stressful captive conditions. And number seven, captive dolphins can live for over 50 years, repeating repeating a cruel cycle of frustration, stress, and misery for decades until their tragic lives end. 
And I know a lot of that you talked about on the orca episode. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you had mentioned that, you know, there are bottlenose dolphins that are in captivity and other uh, species of dolphins in captivity and that they suffer the same stuff that orcas go through. So I just wanted to shed a little bit of that light on them for today. And I hadn't ever heard of World Animal Protection org before. So I did check them out on Charity Navigator and they have a three out of four star rating. So uh, I think that's classified as donors can give with confidence. Good. So I was like, okay, good. And they don't receive any government money. It's all donation based, which I was like, oh, great. Okay. So that means Mm -hmm. that they're getting a lot of support. I think in 2019 on their tax report, I saw that they, uh, they used, I think, $5 million to help better the lives for wild dolphins and those in captivity trying to get them, I guess, released. So I think it's similar to with the orcas, they need to, they need a sanctuary for them to go to mm-hmm. so that they can rehabilitate mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a more uh, natural wild environment. environment. Or, yeah. Nat- yeah, natural environment. The organization that we've donated to mm-hmm. is the, the Well Sanctuary Project. Right. So I don't know if they have something similar. We'll have to look it up for dolphins. Right. Like right. if it's the same situation, like they would need to go somewhere to rehabilitate before they could be released, released to the out. wild. Because mm-hmm. some of them may not be able to if they have no teeth, for example. Right. Yeah. That they may need to be in just something that's more monitored or yeah yeah where they can be fed right or make sure they have a food source that is available to them but yeah it's so freaking sad it's messed up yep and i'm not surprised that there are so many incidences in in captive programs or in these sea world type things yeah i think the big difference between like bottlenose dolphins and orcas is that there's more poundage in an orca they can do way more damage i mean imagine just the damage that the one dusty did to that one lady valerie oh my gosh and that was just one butt of the head you know so yeah imagine that was an orca i mean you'd be gone yeah that's for sure um so the world animal protection they have a mission to create a better world for animals they want to end the needless suffering of animals they influence decision makers to put animals on the global agenda they help the world to see how important animals are to all of us they try to inspire people to change animals lives for the better and they move the world to protect animals so they don't just do um dolphin type uh work they also work with zoos aquariums um i mean not so much circuses anymore because i think most people are getting not having animals in captivity for those but they do a lot of work all over the place right so i think they're in like 55 countries that might be that might be wrong but i think it was something like 55 but yeah i had never heard of them before and i was like oh that's interesting yeah, Interesting. check it out. Just expand our horizons on charitable organizations. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it sounds like I'm, I'm impressed that you looked at their 2019 tax report. I did. That's some thorough and research right there. And let me just right say there, that I also, people. I read about how their organization has built up for, I, I forget how long, but they had their reports all the way back to like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And they did not do so well for a period of time. And then they improved their transparency, and they got way better scores. So I think they might have reorganized at some point and like figured it out and are doing much better. Oh, and that's good. Yeah, making sure everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah, it's not so easy. People no. always go into these things with the best of intentions, mm-hmm. but it's always complicated, right? True. So true. Yeah, yeah, good. good for them. All right. So, Jen, it's right. that time. So, okay. So, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, Throughout, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I think a lot of things, like, you should just automatically know, like, don't support captive programs. Sure. Don't pay money to them. Don't go to them. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even, like, write to people, write to your... Congressman or whoever or yeah, whatever. Just yeah, tell to them. actively say, like, yes. we don't support these things. It's so, all right. those things. Mm-hmm. And, and also, like, don't feed them. Don't feed them. Please, don't give them hot dogs and beer and pretzels. Or meth. <laughs> you know they don't need it honestly <laughs> they're dealing it to other people yeah i mean i feel like if some like globally people were more conscious of these you know that circuses are fading away let's mm-hmm. fade away with this captive tourism programs yes let's try and move you know get that out of here but i feel like the dolphins are so smart yeah and they got their own thing going like i thought orcas i'm pretty sure they're smarter than us yeah they're just different there's right yeah mm-hmm. i'm not so worried about the dolphins but i really feel bad for the eels like that is just not right like these eels are not living their best life some creepy dolphin just smiling all the time they're just constantly scared for their lives just getting abused it's abuse it so is. i feel like we need to pr- do something for the eels mm-hmm. i'm there i'm i'm gonna go forward with our um replica uh eel sex toys yeah okay so the dolphins they need it they're gonna get it somewhere let's do some eel protection right here 
I like it. Just throwing it out there. Like, literally. Throw them out there. <laughs> Some eel sex, sex toys. toys. Shaped like eels, but not eels. Yeah. So the eels can live their life freely and happily let me just say what if we start producing these things we put them into the ocean the dolphins are happy the eels are living their lives and then all of a sudden we realize that eels don't like to live in caves they actually like to just hang out all together right you know it changes the whole behavior of eels yeah we could be on to something here they would just come out and see the light for the first time and no creepy ass smiling dolphins looking at them mm-hmm. like ready to masturbate with them <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> to violate their um, yeah yeah that's so, so awful. i'm i'm going with some eel replica sex toys i think I like that's it. i think yeah. that's what's needed out there mm-hmm. i'm not into promoting any kind of more uh, waste in the ocean True. so they'd have to be um biodegradable biodegradable so over time and mm-hmm. use they mm-hmm. kind of like dissolve like those uh <laughs> like made of like what <laughs> are those things that like dissolve over time in the water so and they and they can become a food for other animals. Yeah, there you go. So we're gonna make them like biodegradable, ocean friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. The eels are happy. Yeah. The dolphins are happy. Other creatures around them because they turn into food. What What are those things that um, somebody was making some um, like can you know or holders that when they go in the ocean they they fall apart and that actually can be eaten by turtles and things. Oh, it's like a food. That's cool. Yeah. So something like that. So biodegradable. And then ed- edible. Edible. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nutritious. I don't know. Nutri- <laughs> yes, they need to be nutritious. Yeah. Replica eel sex toys. Oh, yeah. TM. TM. That's our idea. Already done. Don't, don't try and like take it, somebody. What was I going to say? Hashtag save the eels. Hashtag dolphins need masturbation toys too. <laughs> I don't know. Hashtag happy dolphins. Happy dolphin, happy, happy eel. Is yeah. that how that works? I don't, I don't know. know. Something like that. Everybody's happy in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're sati- satiated, <laughs> Sa- satiated, satiated <laughs> on all the oh, levels. Boy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Megan. That was a great story. I'm glad we finally got to talk about dolphins. We just yeah. got we just got it out of the way. I had to get it out of the way. You know, and I don't. Again, they're they're not as evil as I had imagined them to be. Yeah, they're not. So they're, they're just not. They're, they're just, just wild animals, man. They're being who they are. Mm-hmm. Although that smile is real creepy. I think it's cute. I love them, but it's permanent, Jen. I mean, if if I could somehow, you know, like be a ghost, <laughs> like hug a dolphin, I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to hug him. I want to hug Do a it. bear. Listen, I've, I'll petition to get. It'll never happen. I'll but. petition to get Ghost Whisperer brought back. <laughs> and there's going to be an episode where you get to be a ghost. And just go hug all the things that I'm not supposed yeah. to touch and bother. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be good. Perfect for Valentine's Day. I love it. There's a lot of loving. I'm going to be just chilling out with my cats. I don't really celebrate Valentine's. I'll, I'll give some chocolate and stuff to my kids and mm-hmm. help them with whatever they want for school. But, I, you know, I'm like every day. Every day you should show people how much you love them. I love you too, Jen. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um. much love. So much love in the air. Oh, we're going to have a february oh yeah patreon bonus episode yes i'll be doing that one i'm not going to tell you what it's about but it's going to be amazing so look forward to that and if you would like to become a patron check out our website click on our patreon link other ways you can support subscribe rate and review on apple Podcasts. if you give us a five-star review we'll send you a sticker possibly two if you send us pictures of your pets you can also support us by checking out our sponsor links on our website sponsor page all of our sponsors are eco-friendly zero waste you will get discounts using our discount codes and the links that we provide and you can also support us by following us on instagram or twitter and listening on any platform like stitcher google Podcasts. oh and if you have ideas for stories or you saw some interesting news or some science news feel free to send us an email or send us a dm on instagram and until next time don't die out there bye, bye. You're basically, this is the bridge to getting to <laughs> Lifetime movies. Pretty soon it's going to be Hallmark Channel Christmas for me. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to start my romance novel collection. Oh, God. <laughs> in a shoe, in a shoe caddy behind my door. Guys, help, help me. <laughs> help me. We got a reeler back in. Um,
Uh, speaking of traumatizing children, the other day, my son came home from school on the bus. And uh-huh. I don't know what got into me. At like 2.55, I was like, oh, the bus is coming. And I was like kind of laughing to myself because he tried to scare me the other night. He tried to like, he tried to do this creepy face and just stand in my doorway. And then he called for me from his room and like ran and did it. And then I turned the corner and I kind of knew it was coming. But it was creepy looking. I was like, come on, man. Like, I'm trying to go to bed now. Right. Anyway, he's in that stage. So I went and I hid behind the counter in the kitchen. <laughs> It was like dark in the kitchen. I was laughing to myself. I'm so bad at surprising people like that. You, yeah. I was giggling. Not good. There's a, I was by myself. She cannot, she cannot keep any because she'll just start laughing. Oh God, it was so rough. Um, and all the cats came over because they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing <laughs> Why this? are you just crouching down? It's like me and five cats. And um, Saber sitting on the couch looking very worried. And my son came in the door and I waited for him to like, he like was like, mom, blah, 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 blah. like just kind of talking super normal. And I just jumped up in the air and I was like, ah! you know, and his scream. <laughs> Tell me everything about it. It was like, I can't even, it was like an 80s horror movie <laughs> lead girl oh my scream. God, it was amazing. All of a sudden his voice went up like eight octaves. <laughs> And his face, he was so scared. And oh, we should be immediately felt bad about terrible. it. Terrible. So yeah. terrible. And I was like, oh my God, come give me a hug. And he was like, Mom, I swear to God, I think you just. <laughs> and I was, I was like, well, you tried to scare me the other night. So it's <laughs> paybacks. Payback. Oh, yeah. But now you know something might be coming back to you. De- oh, yeah. Well, indefinitely. So that's no. why well, you can't start those things because no, they never end. They never end. And <laughs> indefinitely, uh, when he's like 30, he's going to be going to see a therapist. And he's going to be like, one day I came home from school and everything was okay. So it was just like a high pitch. He was like, I can't even movie. do it. If I do it, it'll like, it'll like mess up our sound quality somehow. <laughs> what What's, oh God, what's funny like is crazy. that my five-year-old daughter, or she's six now, but when she was like four or five, mm-hmm. it was around Halloween and we were walking around the store and there was, you know, like stuff out for Halloween. Yeah. And there was like this like ghosty thing that when you walk by, it triggers and it's like, you know. Oh and, God, yeah, yeah. And she... The way she screamed lives in my memory forever because it was like, ah, it was like a deep guttural scream. It wasn't like a high pitched squeal. No, it was like deep. <laughs> like a, like a, it was so great. I was like, I love, I love this about you. <laughs> the common name for the common bottlenose dolphin is common bottlenose dolphin. <laughs> Why did I say it that way? Well, let me back up. <laughs> The common name for the bottlenose dolphin is the common no- bottlenose dolphin. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> uh, there's going to be a wealth of outtakes today. Oh, <laughs> All right. wow. Um, Laura, 40, 40, 40. <laughs> is that like, that's like the joke my dad told. Like, <laughs> what was the Why joke? are there 239 beans in the Irish stew? Because if there was one more, it'd be too farty. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be happy that you liked it. Oh, God. I think he told it to me when I was like 10. So <laughs> it's the only one I remember. That's like the best dad joke ever, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <clears throat> uh, Don't eels bite? I mean, <laughs> maybe the dolphins are into it, Jen. Maybe saying. they're like also beating like, I'm scared of eels. Like, they bite. Yeah. I mean, I told that eel story about that guy. Yeah. He got his hand stuck in an eel. <laughs> <laughs> had to rip it out. Yeah, because their their teeth point backwards. No, thank you. So they stick. Well, like if they jump up, it'll yeah. like it'll slash your finger if like they grab your finger. Yeah, I well, I don't think it's the mouth, Jen. That the, I think they're wrapping the eel, or maybe it's just like the skin of the eel. Oh Lord, why don't they get some lampreys or something? Like something <laughs> a little more. <laughs> they just hang, just suction them to it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> could there be like a more. And I don't think a lamprey would even mind. They'd be like, I'm cool. <laughs> I might have to x-ray this. I was about to be like, it's like lampreys. Lampreys are the fleshlight of the, of the aquatic <laughs> world. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> just just stick them on there. I mean, that's good to go.